catch a movie this November at the Alamo Draft House. This week's screenings include Mr. Smith Goes to Washington on Sunday, November 4th. Gangster Week kicks off on Monday, November 5th with the 35th anniversary screening of Scarface. Also on Monday, November 5th, Goodfellas Snatch on Tuesday, November the 6th, and The Godfather on Wednesday, November 7th. All that plus this weekend's new releases and more. Find showtimes and purchase tickets online at drafthouse.com springfield. And find all the special events at the Alamo Drafthouse on Facebook by searching for Alamo Spring Mo and clicking on the events page. Welcome to the Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse for Thursday, November the first. It's not Halloween anymore. It's not. Okay. It's it's. We're gonna let you yesterday. In. We're gonna let you all behind the <laughs> scenes a little Halloween bit. Halloween crazy <laughs> boy, <laughs> probably the best one. <laughs> we record these things on Wednesday, so it is Halloween for us. One of us is in costume. We won't say which one. You'll have to show up and figure it out. It's yeah, me. I'm sexy you. kitten. <laughs> there you go. Again this year. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it, you got the costume, you don't want to just wear yeah. it once. Pull it out every year. Yeah, weird thing is I bought it when I was 40 pounds lighter, so that's crazy. <laughs> which is great. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all done that. <laughs> all right. Well, we are coming to you surprisingly from the Alamo Draft House in Springfield, Missouri. Who'd have thought? I, I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. And today in the room, we've got... David Mann with the Alamo Draft House. <laughs> K-Dub. Jen. And, it, and it's Thursday, or we're going to pretend it is. For you, it's Thursday. For us, you're you're listening to this in the future, it's which is kind of weird. It's also Halloween like candy half-price day. It will be tomorrow or <laughs> yeah. today, today or whenever well, you listen to this. doesn't matter. They're like, it probably so will be today exciting. before the yeah. piece out, too. Our listeners are probably like, oh, we know. We've been there. Yeah. yeah I imagine so. That, that's why it was 40 pounds lighter when you bought the costume. Uh, but it is Thursday, which means there are new movies coming out of the box office this weekend. I have a feeling some of us have some strong opinions about what's coming out of the box office this weekend. Do you yep. think that? Oh. I'm guessing. Oh, David. <laughs> Whether they're wrong David or they're here. wrong, you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're opinions either oh, way. <laughs> Everybody has them. They all stink. Uh, <laughs> so we are going to talk about that, plus a bunch of the special programming going on at the Alamo Draft House. It's the first recording of the month, which means we're going to take, take a, a high-level overview of some of the stuff you guys have going on in the month yes. of November here, um, but, and we'll certainly dive into what's coming up in the next week or so. But before that, a quick programming note. The Alamo, the Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse, we've been doing this as a Thursday episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, and it will always continue to be. So if you've subscribed yes. and you're listening to the show, we love you. Thanks for sticking around. We also know that there are some folks who like this show and don't particularly, the rest of the stuff we do maybe isn't their cup of tea. Maybe they just want to hear what's going on at the Alamo and don't want to hear all those shenanigans going out, on on yeah. the other stuff, which I can't say I blame them. Hey, everybody's got their opinions. I get that. Um, so what we've done is we've also set this up so that if you just want to catch these episodes every week, just just want the backlot by Alamo Draft House, you can actually, you'll still do the same thing you've done before. You'll search for Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network, or you can search for the backlot by Alamo Draft House, and you can subscribe just to these as their own separate podcast. So you've got a couple of choices. Um, it's up to you. We try to accommodate folks in whatever ways we can. Plus, it allows you guys to do whatever you want with this thing. So if you guys Dangerous. want to do some things with it, then Bold. <laughs> you can do so without feeling Terrifying. like you have to support Alamo after dark. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I was, I was <laughs> subscribed to that. <laughs> 
he's in the sexy kit no, costume today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it, it makes things easier for folks that just want to get one or the other. And again, it allows you guys to do what you want with this without feeling like you're pushing the other shenanigans that are going on over there um, with some of the other stuff we do. So it'll be fun. It's uh it's gonna it'll be something. It's gonna probably let's maybe. all find out together. <laughs> it'll it'll be that's the best way. That's a good yeah. that's a good way to put it. I like to be surprised. <laughs> with that said, let's take a look at a few movie related headlines. Starting with the weekend that was taking a look at the top five movies at the box office last weekend. This will go pretty quick because the top four have not changed. Um, number one was still Halloween, holding on to the top spot, made another thirty one and a half million dollars. Not bad. Surprising nobody. Yeah. And then no one close. <laughs> yeah, and then it, then it falls off. Uh, number two, still, A Star is Born makes another $14 million. So, again, on a movie with a small budget, just keep on making tens oh, yeah. or teens of millions of dollars. Yeah, they're going to be all right. That Cash might, checks. That might change this weekend since there's actual real head-to-head competition coming up this weekend, I think. Uh, number three continues to be Venom. What a great movie. Made another, a fantastic <laughs> made another movie. ten and two-thirds. <laughs> Of a million dollars. Boy, somebody's watching People that movie. People like that movie is well, what it seems like to Everybody me. went and saw their first choice, which was Venom. And then they're like, okay, we've seen that. I guess we'll go see that Star is Born stuff. Well, so. a lot of people are like, you know what? I'm going to see Venom again. It was that good. Yeah. And they're then. Like, you know what they're doing? They're like, you know, I liked Solo. Yep. And David trashed it. So if he says Venom's bad, I'll bet we're going to have a good time. Let's get the family and go see it. it. Yeah, surprisingly <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> what? I mean, we're just talking. What do you mean? <laughs> just having the kind of four folks. Just like, you know what? You turned me. Venom's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. it's on record. We should start the show with that. <laughs> every, every, that's going to be the opening from now on. My skin started itching. Venom backlot at Alamo Drafthouse. <laughs> exactly. Number four Dude, still. <laughs> Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween, still number four. Again, I'm uh, going to have some direct competition this week, so that will likely fall. Yes. Uh, made another seven and a quarter million dollars. Yeah, it probably won't make two or three coming Yeah, up. Not, not after this weekend. And then uh, the only newcomer in the top five, Hunter Killer debuted with six and two-thirds of a million dollars. Six, six, six. Well, I rounded it up. <laughs> Just because it's Halloween. Have they even made enough to pay the cast yet? Or? Uh, I think Gerard Butler made more than that. <laughs> Just, yeah. I'm sure they'll get some good overseas. It's kind of a not Cold War because that's be one over, of them but slow it's kind of an international thriller, so they'll probably be... Such a string of good movies. <laughs> and such wow. a string of not so good movies. Just putting them out and everyone goes to see them. Everyone loves them. They do. I mean, he's no Butler. rock, but yeah. I will say this. I've seen Geostorm four, took the world four of the top five Wars. movies, which is you like, have? yeah, which, pretty Which much have you not seen? Me. Hunter Killer? Hunter Killer. <laughs> really? Yeah. Couldn't get yourself to go see that one yet. Huh? Well, I'm just building, I'm like pumping myself up. You didn't want to you know? take any seats yeah, away from any folks. Was, Don't nope. get me wrong. I do want to see it because it does look like it's kind of a good. It's going to be great know? on TBS in about three years mm-hmm. I'll watch on a it Sunday there. afternoon. I mean, it's no Alpha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. You know, it hasn't made the money that Alpha made. <laughs> we we laughed, but. Alpha but if I want to watch a submarine movie, I'll watch U571 or Das Boot. One of those boot. <laughs> you just want to say Yeah, once again, yellow submarine. I'm just going to keep kicking it around. You know, there are so many options in the submarine <laughs> genre. So many, I've just realized. Awesome, <laughs> <laughs> weird. Yeah. Submarine films. Uh, a couple other stories we've been watching. This month's big releases and the big weekends have made October 2018 the highest grossing October in box office history. Has it felt like the highest grossing 
October for you? Yes, I haven't I really had a lot of time to think. I was going to say, have you had a chance to step away from um, everything you've had going we're on? We're stepping away just now and looking at the enormous mess we've made the last 31 days. I feel shell-shocked after this. Clean up month. November. I was going to say, yeah, it wasn't even really a costume. That's just the way you feel today yeah. at the end of October. Yeah, that's just what he looks just like. Just looking rough today. It was from last night's well, host. Well, <laughs> compared to the month or two before this, I mean, the movie sales weren't... I mean, we were talking... Even like I think some of the number one and number twos were six, twelve. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like nothing. September then. is dismal. Yeah, it's <laughs> but then a nice dumping ground for yeah. movies. Yeah, like Crazy Rich Asians to own the entire month. That those cookies though. Yeah. Exception <laughs> to the rule. Well, I mean, the, the the, you rule. you slide it into September and you can own the month. If yeah, you have one good movie hard. that you're willing to put in September, mm-hmm. it's it's yours. Take yeah. the month. It's kind of turned that way with like uh, February's typically another one of those months. Yeah. You might get a romantic comedy or something like or that Deadpool. around this time. But when mm-hmm. something like Deadpool comes out and shows like people will come out during these months if you get them something good and uh, there's no competition in sight. Yeah, uh, really anything but a romantic comedy has a great chance because, you know, people are like, oh, good, it's not a romantic comedy. I I like romantic comedies because it's like the two people are in love and then, like, something bad happens. You're like, oh, no, I think they're going to break up. But then by the end, you know what? Everything gets resolved and they're just still in love. If only life was like a romantic comedy. Yeah, (laughs) I haven't found that to be... (laughs) Wait a minute... Comedy. Unintentional comedy? <laughs> yeah, unintentional. Yes. Dark comedy. <laughs> dark, dark. Uh, looking at a few other, speaking of Deadpool, look at a few other headlines. Disney has hired the Deadpool writing team of Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick to reboot the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Oh, yes. Isn't this that kind of soon? <laughs> it feels like it. I mean, it's, it, even in a couple more years, it would be soon. It's never me. stopped them. Yeah, that is. So I mean, true. we talk about reboots like Halloween, which is forty years ago. It's like, okay, that's been plenty of time. But Pirates of the Caribbean. I think the last one came out last year, maybe. Yeah, it's laughable. Say. It's laughable to me. <laughs> this would be <laughs> a full-on reboot of the franchise. <laughs> this would be a full-on reboot of the franchise, meaning a complete break from the previous films. Yes, that means Johnny Depp would be out. No more. Captain Jack. Hopefully, good. They will lose the character yeah, and not try agreed. to recast. The I think we've had enough of that. I so. think so as well. I was done with it by the second movie. Yeah. It still feels soon. Small doses for that character. He's a good supporting role, but mm-hmm. once it started kind of focusing on him, like of the of the movies I've ever like walked out on, and I was just like, you know, I think I get it. I don't care to see. Don't this. need to see the rest of that uh, one. I thanks. think it's the fourth. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean movie was on Stranger Tides. I went in, I watched about 25 minutes of it, and uh, this is having stayed all the way through Cats and Dogs 2, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. <laughs> I walked out of this Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I was like, this is the same thing. Wow, they really uh, so they don't try at all, straight, do they? You watched Venom all the way through. I did. So it's <laughs> so worse than Venom. Venom is a better movie than Pirates Finally, of the Caribbean. Finally, that's all I wanted Boy, to hear that's you say. Literally <laughs> that exact thing. Yeah, yeah I think when they decide to make the side character, the central character, it has gone downhill. I mean, the third one wasn't that great, but at least it connected to the other two. But when they had some the cool fourth imagery movie. with those crabs, like that little world, the like sort of purgatory that he's in, they have yeah. to rescue. We're him already from. talking about this too That's much. Kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> First one's Let great. It die. <laughs> like Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of Black Pearl is a by good movie. Yeah. It's just a good yes, movie. It's fun. I would agree it's with that. Creepy. And then uh, when they tried to build a world out yeah. of it, a 
film cinematic universe or whatever. My biggest worry is who's going to play Jeffrey Rush's role because I think he's got the best performance in the series. That is worrisome. Barbosa's <laughs> I can tell you're concerned. so awesome. He's such a talented actor. So let's talk about uh, how Johnny Depp is just campy and goofy like since the mid 2000s. Or yes. Sooner. I'll be someone <laughs> weird. Cry well, baby. On the plus side when they rebooted again in like 30 years Johnny Depp will still look the same. So <laughs> That's yeah, true. exactly. It 30 age, years so like they're going to make it that yeah. long before trying to <laughs> Or 3 down. years <laughs> whichever comes first. Well, yeah. Yeah. This one didn't work. We'll do it again. Oh, yeah. that one didn't take. We'll try it one more time. <laughs> We're not closing that ride at Disney. We're going to keep pumping these out. You know, that's a good question though. What other Disney ride, Disney attraction would make a better movie? Ooh, that is Pirates a very good like quiz question. Because we've it? seen Haunted Mansion. Oh, there's the elevator one, right? The elevator oh, I thought you were raising drops. your hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. I think they, were, they made a movie once about the elevator that just drops. Is it Tower of Terror or I something so. like that? I think so. Yeah. Oh, they made yeah. a movie incorporating that ride, and I want that rebooted. You want that rebooted? Yeah. I, think I want Haunted Mansion rebooted. I want the yeah, gift shop. Yeah, it's Haunted Mansion. The gift shop. I want It's a small world with a bunch of scary little people. I feel like that would be a good one. With the Epcot, yeah, the Epcot. I just want a giant ball with the original intention, where it was supposed to be like apartments, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, Yeah. let's let's have that movie where they all live in the Epcot. Ideas for days up in here. I'm telling you, somebody, Uh, you want to get a hold of us? We'll give you the hotline later. Everything comes to life at night at the Epcot Center. There you go. Wait a minute, isn't that night at the museum? All right, Uh, originality (laughs) doesn't matter. (laughs) We'll call it good. Clearly, we've seen some of the movies that come out. (laughs) Folks in Hollywood, if you're listening, we'll give you the hotline later. You can get a hold of us. We'll pitch you any of these ideas. We'll give you two free tickets. <laughs> if you're in the area, uh, Paramount. Speaking of reboots, is looking to reboot the movie Clueless. Finally, <laughs> yeah, because why? Because Lord knows we need another reboot. <laughs> Paramount has tapped Glow writer Marquita Robinson to script the film with like Girls Trip She's writer talented. Tracy Oliver producing. No word on whether they plan to cast Paul Rudd again as the 18-year-old stepbrother in this film. Lord knows they could because, like Johnny Depp, he appears to be ageless. How about Hashtag we just bring Paul back. Hashtag original fan. How about we just <laughs> get on a third season of Glow and not worry about this clueless thing? Let's, let's do that. Let's do clo- like Glow twice a year. Because yes. I still remember the glory days of watching it, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. when it was originally. Oh, I do too. Mount oh, Fuji. yeah. I, think I wish does. that they would try rebooting movies that didn't work the first time. <laughs> that seems like, like a better idea. That seems like, because there are some movies that just didn't land that had great concepts. And instead like. they go with the idea of, let's take something that's good and people love because the people who were in it and how it was made and like specific elements that only that specific iteration of the movie would have and uh let's just remake that like <laughs> with lesser yeah <laughs> like the ghostbusters reboot i like the idea of uh you know just if you're gonna do this you have to go in a completely different direction and uh what people well they did about, they like, were women oh yeah right? <laughs> apparently that was totally different because they're original. completely different <laughs> that was like, everything yeah, else same totally different. at all because uh, <laughs> they're not even people hardly, yeah right? i didn't think like so. almost half the population i've read some pamphlets that say they are uh, <laughs> but you have. I don't, you don't read. Yeah, Planned Parenthood had some very interesting. Uh, yeah, learned a lot. But I just wish they would take a little time and maybe consider like, have you ever seen the movie Ishtar? 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not a lot of people have. Yeah. So you've but seen Ishtar. I've seen Ishtar, like which was better than Did Venom. you walk out on it? Uh, no, I did not. I say the so whole it is better than Pirates of the Caribbean Hoffman. 4. Yes, it is. Yeah. I saw Ishtar on when it came to HBO or whatever it came it's on. Fun. It's fun. It's, yeah. de- desert movies very rarely succeed. I'm going to go ahead and make that weird statement. Movies that take place mostly in the desert save like a Mad Max Fury Road. Right, which is... Or Mad yeah. Max or I Mad Max. Say that's Beyond a bold Thunder. statement. Or piece or of crap. Yeah. Road yeah. yeah. What was uh, oh, what was that What's one? Your favorite movie Lawrence that takes Arabia. place in the desert <laughs> yes. this week. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a wonderful question. I just wish they'd get around to make remaking some movies that sucked but had a good concept. Like what? Give us an example. Yeah, please write Besides now. Ishtar. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I'm Yentl? all about now. At this point, I'm like, let's let's mash up now the I'm submarine genre movie, with the desert like, genre. Uh, what was that movie with Robin Williams and? Uh, what dreams make them? Pa- Patch no. Adams. <laughs> I was going to say the one. <laughs> Take your pick. Is it, cl- is it Club the Paradise? The one oh where they're on an gosh. island? Yeah. Or Cadillac Man? Cadillac, Cadillac Man. Man needs a reboot. Yeah. Absolutely. People would turn out in droves for a new Cadillac Man. <laughs> yeah, well. You would drive. I don't know about droves. But <laughs> people would turn out. Yeah, we could park a Cadillac in front of the theater. Oh, my gosh. Go. It writes itself. <laughs> Again, on the we'll phone. give you our number. I'll get on the board the with uh, the studios and try and get that one. Greenlit. Free tickets. <laughs> According to the Hollywood Reporter, actress Sigourney Weaver says the principal filming has wrapped on the first two sequels to Avatar. They shot them back to back or at the same time or what have you. These fir- the first of these sequels, sorry, is set to open in theaters December 2020. No release date set for the third movie in the series. And then there are going to be an additional two sequels. Those are planned and expected to begin filming next year. Just in case you were still excited about Avatar a decade after it came out, I know still one person seen is. Yeah, <laughs> I still have never seen those. You haven't? No. I, I, I haven't sat, I did force myself to sit through it once. Yeah. In, force. in segments. <laughs> oh, you like Avatar? Yeah, I liked Avatar. Like I, everyone did when it first came out. Like I, a they, lot of people did. It yeah. made it like made it made more money than Venom. One point okay. <laughs> nine. I think it made two billion dollars. James <laughs> Cameron makes some money making films. Yeah, he's uh, king of the world. It's derivative. <laughs> I'll say that. Like, but it's, what isn't at this point? Yeah, but almost everything kind of. There's like seven or eight different ways you can tell a story, and like everything else around it is BS. Just yeah, yeah, just scenery. But I remember watching Avatar on the big screen in 3D, and it was awesome. Like watching it on TNT or something like that. It just like you lose the. It's it's yeah. not the same experience. I thought it was going to be crappy when it came out. And uh, I just remember being awestruck. Story-wise, not the best. I'll <laughs> give you that. But uh, I've been waiting for the new avatars just because, man, James Cameron, as far as world-building, story structure, he's very talented, and I trust him. I trust that the uh, new, new op- opportunities with this like, world that he created, uh, allowing him to kind of step away from you know, the derivative stuff like Dances with Wolves, right. like that whole... Plot. The entire the story, entire you mean? Uh, gives him the opportunity to rip off some other movies that might be <laughs> some, some better movies. <laughs> I heard one of these might be underwater, and that's I heard cool. there's going to be a lot of underwater sequences Good. in these next couple. Yeah. 
because Aquaman's gonna suck. So <laughs> whoa, I want an whoa, underwater whoa. movie. We don't know that. <laughs> I think we might. Do you think people will know that this is a proper Avatar sequel now that they have changed the logo from the papyrus <laughs> font that was used in the original that movie? That was a hilarious. Oh, what, they changed the logo. They changed. Well, it's still Avatar, but oh, screw if that. I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. You, you may remember a yeah. Saturday Night Live short from last season. Did you watch uh, that? With Ryan Gosling. Oh yes. <laughs> watch it. I'm excited for them to uh, reveal their new logo in uh, Comic Sans. I think that would look really nice. And the third one I hear is going to be Well, if they want to be taken seriously, obviously, Comic Sans. Clearly, that's the direction you go. But yes, they officially have uh, changed the logo, unveiled a new logo. So we'll see if people still recognize it as part of the same movie. Kathleen Kennedy has announced that the Boba Fett Star Wars movie is officially dead. After Solo, the studio put all their standalone Star Wars story films on hiatus. The Boba Fett eggs have apparently been shifted over to the basket being carried by the Mandalorian series uh. for Disney's upcoming streaming service. You're still mm. going to get the story. Hey, <laughs> it's just not going to be Boba Fett. I really no thought Boba Solo Fett. would just kind of just move them right along. It was so successful and such a good movie, and everyone loved it. And <laughs> well, most everyone. Wow. It's just well, three out of four people on a podcast think yeah, Solo is a good movie. <laughs> Weird. It's an amazing movie. <laughs> Like three, four. Amazing. Probably one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even want to It's right there it. with Rogue One being one of the best ones ever. Our projectionist, our head projectionist husband, like every time he sees me, because he's heard me speak trash on Solo. About Solo. He's <laughs> like, he'll say it's better than another movie. He'll be like, man, Solo is so much better than The Godfather. <laughs> and I just like grip my teeth. It's like nails on a chalkboard. I can't handle it. I, it's mediocre. I didn't say it's horrible. <laughs> I it's think you fine. might have said it was horrible. I, I might have said that. You said say a lot that. of words about yeah, it. A lot of vitriol. I apologize. Yeah. It's better than your vocab. Uh, vocab with David. We got it's better than Pirates today. of the Caribbean 4. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's those a lot of movies. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently the PG-13 version of Deadpool 2 that's coming to theaters this December, it is not just a dubbed over yippee Mr. Falcon version of Deadpool 2. Writers, Reese and Wernick, who are working on that Pirates of the Caribbean reboot, confirmed they wrote new material for this version of the film, which was shot a couple of months ago. So there will be new scenes, I'm guessing replacing scenes, yeah. <laughs> from Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Why, why is this happening? I think it's a funny idea. Great, great I, question. I think it... I think number one is a money grab <laughs> because it's if you can make more grab. money, all off those of it. kids that are like, take me to Deadpool, yeah, the kids are like, no, parents it's inappropriate. Exactly. Now we got nothing. So they think the parents are going to be like, oh, good. It's now PG, that it's PG 13, so, I'll take my kids to see it. It's going to work. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get guilted into dragging the kids to it. I oh, yeah. can't wait to line angry. up on something with everybody else. I think it's a fun idea. Like yeah. with, <laughs> with the structure of Deadpool. Like the idea of this irreverent character uh, that speaks to that kid's sensibilities. Yeah, it is. He is a childish character who uses he profanity. Is. Yeah, that like is most true. kids. That is a very yeah, good point. Although the time, nobody wants to admit what? it. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was seven, I spoke like a sailor. Uh, but Ahoy. I just think it's. I'll <laughs> 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 speak like a pirate. Yarr. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a cool, unique, weird idea, and I expected from the get-go or from the uh, onset that they would probably redo a lot of it like they would go back and change some things and it would be you know he's always winking at the camera and he's totally aware he's in a movie so to go back 
and reshoot parts of it, it'll be fun to see him reference that. It'll be fun. He's definitely going to mention the fact that it is a money grab. I'm These sure are, there will mm-hmm. be a dubbed over scene where yes. <laughs> there will at least be one, be one scene of those where he's they trying just to dub curse. And, yeah, it'll be like the good place it's where like he's not trying to working. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's a fun, silly idea that opens up this character to some kids who will love it and then get to someday watch the vulgar version. Like, I remember my favorite movie of all time is Goodfellas. And I saw that movie when I was eight, and I saw it on TNT. And <laughs> so again, so this it's, was a, yeah. it's like censored and brought down, but the story structure is all the same. And, you know, losing those curse words doesn't destroy the movie. But this is a way to, that's one of the things I hate about Netflix is, like, all these, like, filthy movies that I watched as a kid, I would have never gotten the chance to watch because now everyone streams. So you don't get to watch, like, a, a little bit of a watered-down version for, like, like you're, you're in the deep with, end or yeah. you're not in it at all. I'd yeah. watch with my dad and since it's like censored and they don't have Joe Pesci like stabbing a guy in a trunk anymore, <laughs> uh, it's totally fine. And then Guess when we I'm a different older, parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My parents are like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> my parents That's were, how you yeah. do it, kid. You barely <laughs> you had hold TV. Like that. <laughs> yeah. See how he's sticking him? He's not pulling it out quickly. <laughs> <laughs> There's not nearly enough blood. Yeah. Well, and let's be honest, too. This is a starting to transition some of these properties to Disney, which is going to yep. be more family-friendly in the way they approach them. So it's... If you want Deadpool in your Avengers movies... You've got to have a... This is a nice step to kind of fit him in. Yep. Well, I, I don't know about all this. I like, <laughs> you just I like the violence and the cussing, and I don't want it to be family-friendly. So... <laughs> Yeah, well, that is what's going on in the world. David just the, dropped the mic and walked off stage. It's a good thing he's leaving because we're going to talk about what's new in theaters yeah. this week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, that Deadpool 2 not coming out yet. It's not on right now. Sit down. He's looking for a copy. <laughs> new in theaters this week. A uh, few fo- uh, films that are coming to the Alamo here. First up, Bohemian Rhapsody, starring yes. Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury. I don't know that David had any thoughts about this one, so I think we're okay to talk about it without him. He had zero thoughts about this. Oh, I think he was excited about it. I'm pretty sure. He, 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 I think he was planning on seeing it tonight. Yes. He's going to watch it early. Yep. Oh, he's back. Sure. He's oh, David's like, back. Wait, hey, we just back. talked hey, about Bohemian know, Rhapsody. Did you know that we Bohemian Rhapsody is going to be in theaters this weekend? Yeah, and I heard it's trash. <laughs> oh, we made it just in time. You heard that from? Uh, the review aggregate uh, uh, Rotten, Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. They informed me, and I don't like to make... They personally gave you a call. Yeah, they rang me up and said, hey, David. And this is what we've If you're working at Rotten Tomatoes, we'll give you the hotline number. You can call us. It's a useful source. And like watching the first... The first trailer was really good. The second trailer, I was like, oh, no. Because I felt like... It's really derivative of like early and mid-2000s like music biopics. And there's a wonderful... Well, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's there's a wonderful that's uh, what it is. <laughs> comedy film called Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. Uh-huh. Brilliant movie. Uh, and one of the reviews I read was like, after Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story came out, it was hard this to, type of yeah. movie shouldn't happen anymore. Right. Uh, I'm far more excited for Rocket Man, just because they did something unique. With and what it seems elements. like... Yeah. yeah, there's some interesting stylistic choices. Yep. Whereas this seems like... It's a very by-the-books, standard cookie-cutter music biopic, which of all people to do a music biopic on, Queen and Freddie Mercury, 
You don't want something standard. You want something exciting and weird. He was a very flamboyant, interesting character. Apparently, they watered down his story. Oh, that's too uh, bad. Which is disappointing because I absolutely love Queen. I love the music. The choice to not have uh, Remy Malik sing. Uh, is a good one, I think. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good, no one's going right. to match up. Uh, yeah. They do lose a little bit of luster because the mu- movie's going to be mostly music. Right. So it's, it's a good way to sell some greatest hits albums and like reinvigorate the love and passion for Queen. But <laughs> it sucks that this is probably going to be the Queen movie that we get for 20, 30 years until Unless they remake it, they remake it, it. it. Oh, we messed up. Let's do it again. It made money, at least. Uh, with Johnny Depp. Yeah, with Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> and The Rock. But I heard they also mix Remy Malek's voice. Like, they do a weird mix. They yes. mix him singing into Freddie singing to create yep. a single voice. That That's way weird. it sounds a little weird. It doesn't sound like yeah. one guy speaking and one guy singing. Mm-hmm. But every performance you hear in the movie is going to be one that you've probably heard before and that's to me that's a little bit of a letdown so i think freddie mercury deserves something far better i'll watch it i hope i like it i hope that i have fun and it just like kind of reinvigorates my passion for the band but at the same time i've tempered my expectations so i'll tell you one reason you might like it why's that because we are tapping a new beer for it with piney river brewing company is that so it is absolutely correct it's the first time i'm hearing about this yeah well it's a bohemian <laughs> really? style pilsner which is what makes it perfect with this movie Ooh. and it's called are you ready for this I'm bo- I think you, I'm ready. ozarkian rhapsody wow get it because ozarks it's kind of like the name <laughs> no no wait i don't get it at all i'm glad do you have some time because this is pretty in-depth and we're going to go into a geographical history as well as touching briefly on Bohemian Pilsners. Ooh. This is a four-hour podcast today. <laughs> yeah. so it is. It's going to be a new show. Popcorn, you know, beer culture for you. Mm-hmm. My family well, came from Bohemia. Going and back that's to all I know. <laughs> going back to what you show. were saying with the Rotten Tomatoes. To me, Rotten Tomatoes is this generation Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. As far sure as we're going to tell you what you're going to like. And what you're not going to like, because if you listen to Rotten Tomatoes or the hundreds of people before Venom, if I would have just listened to and and I know you don't like Venom, but if I would have listened to that, I would not have went and seen the movie because I'm like, oh my gosh, these people said it's going to be the worst thing that's ever hit the screen. I went, I loved it. My kids loved it. Everybody I know loved it. Almost. Almost. (laughs) I know one person that didn't care for it too much. (laughs) So... I, I too, am going to go see it. I think I'm going to love it. I know you want to love do. it. Yeah, I want to love it. I, I will agree. I do not ever listen to Rotten Tomatoes. And I, I hope hear people it, don't. I, but it doesn't affect whether or not I see the movie. I find that the review aggregates prior to opening are usually pretty worthless. I find that after the first week when you get some audience scores to kind of boost it, it becomes relevant it's a blip on the radar i like to look at those definite recommends yeah yeah. but but i find that hearing the word of mouth from someone who i know who has a similar taste taste as i do carries much more weight so and even with those there have been times where i I know some folks where i'm like i trust what they say when they see stuff and there have been times where they we've not agreed so if it's something that you're interested in at all it's worth the ticket price just to check it out because sometimes you know 
sometimes the conversations after those disappointing movies are more fun to have on the way home than yeah, the don't ones turn this into the- another solo. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> go see it. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't take Rotten Tomatoes as the word right. at all. No, but it's a good barometer been, early yeah, on yeah, for what people. It's are. a nice. Uh, so some films when they start reviewing them early, like they'll, uh, like you'll see like a big Disney film, they'll open it up to some critics right. and that can skew very positive. Right. Like when you do a when very you get free early tickets. press screen, <laughs> yeah. here's a free ticket, we're going to do a red carpet, it's going to be a lot of fun. Those <laughs> tend to skew very positive. Yeah. And that's going to be your early reviews for a lot of those bigger movies. Uh, what I find Rotten Tomatoes is useful for, you can't look at like the score, just the score right. by itself, because there's usually like each review is uh, assigned like a point value from one to ten. Right. So depending on how like vitriolic or positive they are it ends up falling in that range and uh, I think that is more like useful if you and this should never prevent you from watching a movie because there are movies that people have crapped all over that are for all intents and purposes bad movies that I absolutely love that's the thing about film it's it's storytelling (laughs) (laughs) it's uh, there's storytelling that uh that appeals to different types of people. And I guess my biggest example would be the film, The Happening. Mm-hmm. Like people mm-hmm. hated that movie. Right. They, yes. And I see it as an extended new campy version of an episode of Twilight Zone. And watching it like that and having those goggles on while I watch it, it's, it's fun and entertaining and silly. And the ridiculous acting of like Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel, it fits that like that type of storytelling like a twilight any other way if you take it as a realistic thing it's horrible but in my Shyamalan made a choice and most people say it was a bad choice <laughs> i say it's a silly fun entertaining ridiculous movie and i like it so when it comes to rotten tomatoes it's not like oh everything they say is like the end all be all it's more like if i'm going to make an informed decision between three or four movies that come out in a week because sometimes i can only see one uh, I might, I'll take it with a grain of salt, but I will use that as like a barometer for what I might like the most. It's the films that don't do the advanced screenings that scare me the most. Oh, yeah, like the, uh, <laughs> the critic embargoes. Yeah, yeah. That is usually, uh, there's a this sign. is bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't want this like, getting like, out We've already anywhere. spent the money. We've got to put it out in theaters. I love so. when they come out like on Saturday. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> actually already been out for yeah. a day, and they're like, I think you guys probably already heard. It's not very good. <laughs> yeah. So Bohemian Rhapsody is out this week. If you come see it at the Alamo, there is a new beer choice to pair with the movie. You can get the uh, full details on how they chose that and how that beer is brewed in an upcoming episode of yes. Beer Talk. With beer Jen. Talk. <laughs> uh, also out this weekend in theaters, Nobody's Fool. Well, this is not the Paul Newman, Melanie Griffith Sadly. remake. This is a totally different movie. with That'd just be funny. If they remi- like that. <laughs> this actually looks more like an Odd Couple remake <laughs> than yeah. it does anything else. But uh, love the Odd Couple. Nobody's fool. And then the other big <laughs> release this weekend, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. It's the family film that gets you in the mood for that time of year, the holidays, going and seeing films with the families. Um, it's that time it's, of year, the time we some, skip Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> when we jump right in. Because Tiffany Haddish kind of had like a bottleneck of movies that came out this all year. All at once, yeah. Like, uh, like Night Rock. School, Nobody's Fool, and The Oath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they all, like, within the span of like a month and a half, these are all coming out. And I think it's it's watered, watered it's a it lot. down a little bit. Like, this is getting no traction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the Nutcracker film. 
Uh, I wasn't when I saw the first trailer. Yeah. The family was, but I was like, I don't know. But like I saw a trailer the other day and I was like, wow. Okay. That looks a lot better I'm than the original trailer. Yeah. There's a lot of spectacle to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw Morgan Freeman was doing an interview on Jimmy Kimmel and uh, a terrible interview. But uh, <laughs> it just like the clips that I saw. Oh, it, Jimmy. It looks like uh, that's nothing against it. It just was very. It was stilted. the longest night of was, Jimmy's life. It was rough. <laughs> uh, but just like. The spectacle of it, it seems like they're taking an Alice in Wonderland approach. Right. And, yeah, it just looks f- fun and light. And I think yeah. of the movies coming out this week for some reason. It'll probably be the big... Nutcracker's the one I'm excited about. Yeah, that trailer is well, Bohemian Rhapsody's going to make all the money. Hope like, so. Totally. <laughs> People love Queen. It's they do. Really I think, I think the Nutcracker will win should. it, though. Yeah. You do? That's my guess. Okay. I think the Nutcracker. I'm excited. We'll find out. Nickel. <laughs> well, how, what kind of numbers do you think Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, I'd probably make 25. 25? Yeah, exactly I think it'll go I was 25. Yeah, say 45. So I oh, I don't think it'll be that Oh, yeah. totally. I think Nutcracker yeah? gets 65. Oh. I think, think? I think I think Nutcracker's about 65. I think Bohemian Rhapsody's about 25. I think Nutcracker hits lower. Yeah, I think, I think so. Nutcracker will maybe hit lower. I'm I not expecting... 40. You think? Yeah, because we're also getting a little bit of the late Halloween crowd, so Halloween will take a big chunk out of that. I am zero excited mm. about Nutcrackers. You that's are really skew. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's not, not my got thing. a lot of like big traction on social media. Yeah. Right. This property's not like people aren't. I'm most to excited see it, about like sh- the thought of sugar plums. Is Ooh. the only thing that excites <laughs> me about. Not necessarily the fairies, just oh, the no. food itself. No. I'll tell you what time the sugar plum scene happens, and then if it's worth I just, I don't even need to see that. I just want to think about sugar. It just plums. needs to be on the <laughs> menu for this yeah. movie, is what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, well, that is what is new in theaters this weekend, but that's not the only thing coming up at the Alamo Draft House. Let's take a look first of all at the next week because these are the ones that if you don't have tickets for, <laughs> you may be out of luck. But there might be a few available, so we'll talk about that, and then we'll take kind of a wider uh, look at the rest of the month of November. First up in November, on Friday, November the 2nd at 8 o'clock, Tenacious D in Post-Apocalyptico with a live stream Q&A following the screening. Tickets are still available. Really? That looks fun. Very excited for this. Yeah, me too. Jack Black drew every... Yeah, Tenacious D is just a blast. Yeah, Yeah. 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 it looks horrible. (laughs) I love Tenacious D. Horribly good. Destiny. It's yeah. a They're perfect just, cult classic. Yeah. Everything uh, Tenacious D does is just... Yeah. They're quite the duo. Yeah. They're so funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for this. I think if people come out, uh, they're going to have a really good time. The writing will be funny. It's going to be stupid and childish. Exactly. You get to hear Jack Black and Kyle Gass talk about things afterwards. So that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be great. <laughs> it will be fun. On Sunday... At 3 p.m., Sunday, November the 4th, you guys are screening The Way, and you have the Springfield Chamber Chorus here for that as well. Yes. Um, so the movie s- itself starts at 3.30, but they'll be here prior to that to sing some songs. So that will be delightful because they can sing, and I always <laughs> enjoy I having they people <laughs> who, who are good at singing do some songs. So that's that's what we're doing with them. Um, it's too I'm bad you can't get them to stick around and do a s- singing before Bohemian Rhapsody I as well. Know. <laughs> on Sunday. So That'd many things don't work out for me, and yeah. this is one of them. <laughs> and then also on Sunday, the film club is having a screening of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Why did you guys decide to do that on well, Sunday? Well, I'll tell you why. I don't remember. But <laughs> I did realize that it's right before uh, voting. Is it really? So, yeah. That. Yeah, like election day or something. Almost is like that Tuesday? happened on purpose. Is that what I heard? I today? believe it is 
Tuesday. Depends As on how you plan to vote. I think, yes, some, I think half the population votes on Wednesday. I think. Uh, <laughs> this is what yeah, I've been told. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's what yeah. I've been told. But it Check reminds with your me, <laughs> this is why I heard that, because we're opening later so that our staff can go vote. Yeah. <laughs> that makes well, sense. Well, that's such a classy thing for a business to do. It really is. And that's why our first movie still start until one o'clock <laughs> on Tuesday, November 6th. Well, that's great. Side I'm glad note. you guys are doing that. I'm glad we remembered that. <laughs> Also, I don't. I, I hesitated. I put it down as Gangster Week, although that's really what we call it's not a week. It. <laughs> it's we more call like it three Gangster days. Week. Yeah, that's how much time they give us for any week. <laughs> so specialties. Sometimes so it feels awesome like that. It feels like a week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we tried to pack it all in. Starting on Monday, November the fifth at six forty p.m., the thirty-fifth anniversary screening of Scarface. Nice. You know who's excited about this here? Almost nobody. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I know. I think this is like my favorite week of programming we've ever done. And wow. Yeah, this is a David lineup. How does <laughs> it looks like it? Just yeah. How does the rest no one want to go see Scarface on the big I know, screen? 35th anniversary yeah, too. It's a brilliant, cool movie. Al Pacino doesn't have the weird, deep, raspy voice yet. <laughs> no, he has a really bad Cuban accent. Oh. <laughs> Turn to my little friend. He's got Robert Loja. What a cool lineup. It's it's. You've seen Scarface. Right, <laughs> now see it on the big screen. Well, I have a feeling that that's competing heavily against on Monday the 5th at 7.20. You guys are showing Goodfellas. Yes. Uh. Which I really thought was going to be a more neck and neck, head to head, and I was mistaken. Everybody's coming to Goodfellas People and nobody's going to, going to Scarface. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All my life, I wanted to be a gangster. What? A <laughs> this is David's brilliant favorite movie. Like, Martin Scorsese is like the <laughs> best director ever, I think. I think he's absolute, <laughs> absolutely the best director ever. I'm not going to hesitate. And. Uh, don't hold think, back. Tell us I what think you think. I think this yeah. is, like, this structure of storytelling, like this, Casino, Wolf of Wall Street, have, like, the narrator kind of weaving in and out. Sometimes, like, with Casino and Wolf of Wall Street, you have other characters narrating as well. Just the structure of him telling, like, this interesting inside story that starts from child. It's like the, the rise and fall of this crime family. Uh, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci delivered the shortest Oscar exception <laughs> ever for <laughs> this film. Thank you very much. Ode to I'm getting misty-eyed over here. I'm Robert De Niro. I'm not crying. I'm like, crying. I'm feeling something. Uh, <laughs> I thought romantic comedies weren't until February. <laughs> Ray Liotta looks so I'm pale sure if I want to go see this movie or marry it. This him it's yelling. all of our favorite movies. <laughs> my, uh, it is now. My girlfriend and I like to yell the Karen lines where he's <laughs> after she sold like flushed the drugs. We'll go like Karen, we needed that money. Like I love, <laughs> I love that. Why would you do that? They were gonna find it. The whole thing. If you can't make it, just keep listening <laughs> to this <laughs> podcast. It's, a, it's an absolute. So next Tuesday we've got beer talk on Tuesday. We're gonna have we're gonna have a quote along on like Wednesday. That Tracking shot as he like weaves <laughs> back into the. Hey, uh, let the people see it. Holy cow! Take a break. Please come see <laughs> it. Have a We're gonna yet. step away for a while. <laughs> you continue. Come Go see ahead. this amazing. I'm getting comfortable. He slumped on the amazing. couch. Make that a six-hour <laughs> podcast. I really wish my bad. that we had this on screen for you to see. Actually, it's probably better. You give don't. us a chance to do this every year. I want to sell this out. It'll just happen, and I can come every I time. I think we're bringing it back in January. Actually. <sighs> You're welcome. <laughs> so we have plenty of time to talk about it then. Moving on. Yes, moving on. <laughs> on Tuesday night, the 6th at 7.30, you guys are showing Snatch, the most 
illegible, <laughs> unintelligible Brad Pitt. Also, accent. not not a bunch of fans around here. Really? Yeah. Springfield boy. Yeah. I love yeah. the show. Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a great movie. I know. I was excited about <laughs> you it. You love the show. <laughs> I do. Yeah, the TV show. It's got a uh, Ron Weasley in it. Ron Weasley. I don't know guy. his name. <laughs> no, I think it is Rupert, Ron. I think he changed Rupert it legally Green, after one movie. Yeah. That's a smart call. Smart call. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, you don't want to get typecast, but <laughs> you got to ride that wave. Lean into it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday night, the seventh at six forty, you guys are showing The Godfather to yeah, wrap are. up Gangsta Week. What's that about? Just kidding. Everything. <laughs> uh, that's a brilliant so movie many. too. Is it really? Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, I have heard of it. I heard it was long, and that's about all. There's a wonderful, I was listening to NPR, and they had like an interview. Francis Ford Coppola put out a book about the making of The Godfather, and just the in-depth insight into like, uh, there was a gangster who played, was it Luca Brasi? Like a real-life gangster, and uh, couldn't like remember his lines or anything, and he was stammering and stumbling, and... uh, like they utilize that in the filmmaking just these little in-depth things it's, it's always fun to hear about how a great movie came to be great uh and yeah everyone knows godfather's brilliant it's a masterpiece true story come see it now this one okay half of this one the movie itself maybe not so much the beer dinner part but it's one of the things that we do as a family every thanksgiving as we watch planes trains and automobiles yep um we don't Sounds do the like beer dinner part because my kids are all underage still. What? But <laughs> yeah. But this you guys are doing on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Yeah, you know. <laughs> beer dinner movie this month is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And what sort of courses and pairings do we have for this? Oh, my Tuesday? gosh. So many. So it's a four-course, um, four-pairing uh, movie. We are opening it with Ozarkian Rhapsody. Oh, so you don't and just have to see yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody yes. order this uh, weekend. It is also the highlight because we are doing this with Piney River Brewing. Yep. So it really all worked out. So we're opening with that. We have some really fun things like some Thanksgiving croquettes. Uh, I believe we have a brownie without a hair. Is that right? Is that from that one or is that from another one? I don't think we can promise that we're not going to have hair in the <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I said it, I wanted to back off from through. it because I think we even double down on that promise and say <laughs> we promise there really isn't a hair. So fortunately, it's dark in there. But we also have a couple other uh, pairings with it. Um, but it's all going to be very good. And it's uh, a little more economical price-wise than our regular beer dinners. Um, so we, we dropped it down to, we usually have $55 tickets with, with pairings, but this is 40 Oh, wow. So, you know, That's save a little a money yeah. before Black Friday. Are and you guys doing onion shower rings at all? Because I'm hoping you cannot not do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And, and then we're also doing the movie party later in the month, yeah. which yeah. has uh, some, some shower, shower rings. That's what Odin, he is in charge of the his film club at school. And uh, part of their thing is they make movies and they try to submit movies to places. And then they... Uh, they watch movies so they can, oh, this is what, you know, stuff. <laughs> this and, is how it's supposed to work. And planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles is something I told them. I was like, for this month coming up November, it's like you need to make this because this is probably my favorite Thanksgiving movie ever. <laughs> it's one of the few. It's, Thanksgiving. Yeah. it's either that or a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Thanks yeah. really Thanksgiving. But I was like, yeah, you guys really need to watch that movie just because. You know, if you're going to be so a film good. club, you need to see it. So. Yes. The, the rapport between Steve Martin and John Candy in that it's film. It's so <laughs> Jennifer's good. a huge Steve Martin fan. Yes, it's true. And for good reason. He's <laughs> biggest Steve Martin fan ever. Funny. I'm going to see him live. 
you, you sprung Sorry. for those? Yeah, I did. The retirement tickets? Yeah, I had to. Paper retirement I had three to. shows. I'm taking my mom, <laughs> and I <laughs> am counting down. Made a paper chain. That's good. But yeah. Glad somebody's Not to get off topic, but. <laughs> I was thankful they tossed up, like, the Netflix special yeah. with him and you Mark could just Short. Yeah, it's it can be exactly <laughs> the same thing, and it I won't even same. care. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I, mean, I would still, if I had, you know, that type of change rolling around in my pocket. Jennifer I don't. everything. <laughs> yeah, I do. I go to everything. <laughs> you got the movies. I got all the other That's stuff. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Looking ahead at the rest of November, and we're going to run through these because, There's again, we say it every weekend. We're going to say it before we're done here, but if you don't get tickets early, you run the real risk of not getting to see these. Um, first up, though, before we talk about actual screenings, you guys have the Barking for Boulevard benefiting the care shelter coming yes, up in November. I'm excited. We did this in October. We're repeating it in November. It's also an adoption event. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a dollar for every pint of Boulevard uh, unfiltered wheat goes to care. That'll so. be a lot of fun. And it, you said they are going to have the dogs on site yes, that you can adopt? Yes. Wow. So cute. Try coming to the theater and not walking yeah. out with the dog. Oh my Puppies! gosh! Exactly. If you do, then I mean, you probably already know you have no soul. But I mean, they are <laughs> just delightful, beautiful little animals. You so. guys are screening. This is Spinal Tap this month on eleven eleven. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna crank on eleven eleven. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah, I am really excited about Good that date every year. Choice. Yeah, it would yeah. be. Uh, also, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, coming back to the big screen Very this nice. month. You're doing a screening of that. Movie party, yeah. Yep. Movie party on that one. Mm-hmm. And Greg's coming back to town. Greg's coming back for, for the trifecta appearance. <laughs> We're all excited about it. Greg <laughs> is delightful. can't get enough of us. Yeah. He loves us. We're like, is he going to have his own like cot in the back lot somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. He's got his own, his favorite chair and... Uh, yeah, but this will be his farewell tour with us because there are no more movies. This is it. Volume two is it. Well, until this Best is, Friends. 3. I was going to say this is the best, the last Best Friends movie. Yeah. But I'm sure there will be more movies. Probably. Yes. Somebody's always willing to hand out money to make movies. It seems That's like maybe they'll remake it. <laughs> <laughs> we get a reboot. In a couple of years, we'll do a remake. Why not? Also, this month, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yeah, 50 years plus. I mean, look at this place. If we didn't show it, it'd be if a you crime. didn't show it here, yeah, yeah. it had to happen. What, now explain this one to me. You guys are doing a rowdy screening of to. Twilight. What's a rowdy <laughs> screening? Okay, we it's bring where in people you were like, this movie. This movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like this movie's ridiculous. Let's yell about it. I mean, you can boo, you can cheer, you can hiss, you can boo some more because it's Twilight. Or, I mean, it's 10 years. Can you believe that since that movie came out? It's 10 years since Twilight You came know, out. I don't really have an opinion. I, <laughs> I haven't really tracked it. that. I didn't so. see it in theaters. but um, So we will have that. It's our champagne cinema, so you will get a complimentary pour of champagne, which you will definitely need <laughs> You're going to need to get of, through the movie. So you're well, welcome. Well, it's sparkly. So <laughs> yeah. It is bubbly and sparkly. Yeah. So it's our um, first rowdy screening. Please understand that if you come to this, there will be people making noise. <laughs> yeah. And possibly throwing things. Yeah. I remember my sister was a big fan of this series, and she tried to sit me down to make me watch the first one. And uh, I fell asleep about 10 minutes. It's like my body shut down <laughs> to protect me from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wake up like right Absolutely. at the end. I'm like, oh, it's like a blackout. I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Then uh, this one, I don't know if anybody's going to buy tickets to this one or not, but you guys are showing, uh, doing a movie party screening of Step Brothers this month. Right. That's great. Yeah, David and I are going to wear a matching Argyle and Uh, co-host this, and I'm excited. (laughs) It's such a funny, funny movie. Uh, The pairing of John C. Riley and Will Ferrell 
like they've only done it a few times, but they every can time do they it have, they so can keep doing it though. Yeah, they're so cohesive, and I love John C. Riley so much. Just such a talented character mm-hmm. actor. Uh, you even did a trivia. I did bonus a round devoted to John C. Riley. <laughs> bonus yeah. round to John C. Riley because he's just got such a wonderful resume of films and all the people he's worked with, like the best director ever, Martin Scorsese. He's worked with uh, like uh, Adam McKay uh, on this film. Uh, I think one of his first movies he worked with like uh, Brian De Palma. So he's he's so talented and then Will Ferrell's hilarious. So Step Brothers, I think one of my favorite modern comedies. You should come. And there's tickets left, even. Oh, I'm because we did a second one. <laughs> well, there you go. I That's am, why there's tickets. I'm gonna be there. It's definitely. yeah. It'll uh, be there. Your I afternoon guess. tea this month, Victoria and Abdul. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that looks good. I haven't seen it. <laughs> What's the menu look like on that one? Because that's oh, the only good. thing we're worried about. It yeah. looks really, really good. Um, it's a nice little movie about it two is. people from different. Uh, yeah, it looks really good. I've watched the trailers, different hosting other teas, and I'm like, yeah. I should really check that one out. What a forward-thinking queen. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Open we've market. mentioned the movie party, planes, trains, and automobiles later on this month. Now with shower curtains. <laughs> now Minor, with curtain yeah. rings. Yeah. Curtain rings, not just <laughs> curtains. Yeah, we're just going yeah, to give everyone one curtains. lucky winner wins a free curtain. <laughs> I would think just Liner. the rings would be better. But. <laughs> really classy yeah, ivory I guess earrings. now that I think about it. Or clear. <laughs> this one. Quite the variety. Right. <laughs> As we're coming closer to Thanksgiving, we're gonna we've got a couple of movies that we'll be thankful for. Um, mm-hmm. One of which, I believe, the Magic Mike brunch. Yeah, wrap up your long weekend with this brunch. <laughs> That's wow. all I got. <laughs> Don't you a mean lot, your lot of long beef on the menu? Yeah, on this, this one. was what I called. Surely somebody will come see of, a Magic Mike brunch. A lot of beef Mike and brunch. cheese on the menu. <laughs> yes, so much cheese. <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, of cheese, David will be hosting this one too. Yeah. Do you have a special menu for this one? Special costume. (laughs) Nice and dressed up. I bought some fancy chaps, which are missing some weird portions. I believe your shirt will also be missing some arms, (laughs) like it is today. Let's hopefully we don't have any walkouts. That won't make me feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, can you get the mimosa duo, please? My pony. And then the Fist City screening this month, Legendary Weapons of Kung Fu. Who You've picked this one? You've got to see this. <laughs> come exciting. on. We just keep deciding that are people going to come to Fist City? Probably not. So let's have fun with it. Although Tremors sold out. Oh, yes, it <laughs> yeah. did. Tremors brilliant. Yeah. So Legendary Weapons <laughs> of Kung Fu. <laughs> brilliant. Not a good word for I'm sorry. <laughs> 25th anniversary <laughs> screening of you, Tremors. I was with you. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. <laughs> He's on a high from the previous things we've talked about so. in the now show. Every movie's now getting everything's the a gold star. Now we should talk about Venom. He's like a cat with catnip. Now everything's wonderful. Uh, yeah, he's fully reclined on the couch. Man, I want to go see Bohemian Rhapsody now. Uh. <laughs> and finally, uh, rounding out the month with Grumpy Old Men. I'm so happy about this. What uh, a pairing. Gosh, I, yeah. <laughs> Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau, like those yeah. two together. And Margaret. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everyone has their favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Grumpy Old Men's such a funny movie, and yeah. they play. We off agree. So well. We actually both love wow. this movie. Yeah. I so. always love the Odd Couple film, yeah, more so than the TV series, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like just, just that combo. Every film that they made together. I know some of them, like they made a sequel to Odd Couple. That's not great. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just fun to see them playing off of each other, and uh, Grumpy Old Men, like. Two fellas competing for love in the in the golden the years. The best of, of enemies. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh. 
Do you think we can get Greg and Tommy to remake Grumpy Old Men for us and come I back and show it to us? I've been trying to get Tommy here. I casually am like, bring Tommy this time. Yeah. I drove him past Kickapoo High School because he's a big fan of right. Brad Pitt, and it's so far away, and I made that drive all the way there just to show <laughs> all him. The way <laughs> you didn't make him and walk still it. no Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> I could have. Get him a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, uh, anything else? I know you, like I said, that's a lot, but it's you're kind of stepping back a little, bit. It's not, a little bit. It's not October. Yeah, <laughs> it's not October, but we'll do some fun stuff. Like when we have Wreck-It Ralph, we'll do like a cereal party and a yeah. family party with a bunch of cool things. That's Make some cars. and fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. So we'll have things like that in lieu of specialties. So you're it's not be great. getting like three three special screenings a day every day for the month. Of, I know. Uh, what are we going to do with all our time? Yeah, oh, my yeah. goodness. We've Might been killing ourselves over this yeah. month. Talk <laughs> yeah. about Goodfellas, I guess. <laughs> yeah. By all means. <laughs> we certainly can. We'll I can't wait to hear everyone else's opinion. <laughs> we'll, we'll schedule a special time to come in and record our thoughts on Goodfellas. <laughs> Goodfellas Tell them if they're right or if they're wrong. <laughs> there you go. So that's what's going on, guys. If you and again, sound like a broken record, but you want to get your tickets to these things early because some of them, most of them, will sell out well ahead of screening time. May, there may be a couple that won't. We've got a few for like legendary weapons. Legendary weapons <laughs> of kung fu. Uh, but you can get your tickets the easiest way, the best way, the quickest way is to just download the Alamo Drafthouse app on your mobile device. You can purchase your tickets right there in the app. If you can't do that or you don't want to do that or you're just cantankerous and just don't feel like it, you can go online to drafthouse.com slash Springfield, buy your tickets there. You can buy them in person, but warning, fair warning, speaking from experiences here in the room, you do not want to just try to walk up the night of the screening because you the don't. tickets will not be available. Come get them as soon as you know this is how many tickets I need to go see this movie on this date. Get If you're not doing it online or in the app, get yourself over here that day and well, get your tickets. Who likes lines anyway? Just skip the line, Cantankerous, man. huh? Yeah. Cantankerous. Cantankerous. So if don't you still use men. that word, just uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> they don't play piano, and there's actually <laughs> words to films now. So apparently, you, apparently you haven't heard our new opening <laughs> for this show. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we do have a little ragtime piano and old shit. Ragtime piano is always welcome in my world. Absolutely. You can find more about the upcoming events on Facebook. It's the easiest way to do it. Just search for Alamo Spring Mo on Facebook and go to their events page. You'll see all of these. Plus, I think there's a couple for December already posted. Yes, yeah. And I'm going to add even more. I imagine you will more than the one or two that are there. Yeah. (laughs) So be sure to do that. This week's pop quiz over on the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network is asking, and an appropriate question for today slash yesterday, is what is your favorite Halloween candy? Last week we talked about the nasty stuff. And so this week we're asking folks, what is your favorite? We threw a few choices out there. I'll ask you two yours. Half price today, by the way. <laughs> now that it's <laughs> the day after Halloween. <laughs> Yesterday, today, or tomorrow. I'm going to pick reality. one that nobody else has ever picked, and it's the Cadbury Scream Egg. It's like a Cadbury egg, egg. and only instead of the yellow yolk, it's green monsters. I'm excited about how excited you were to drop that in there. I love them. (laughs) I have never (gasps) saw that. They're very hard to find, but if you do. Deep cut candy. That's impressive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a send-off for those? Yeah, it is. That's me. (laughs) You know some kind of Cadbury of the month? (laughs) (laughs) Cadbury of the month. Oh, if there ever was, that would be the best (laughs) present to ever get me. (laughs) All right. That and a Snoopy snow cone machine. That'd be great. Still hold that every year. Unless <laughs> <laughs> for December, have a peppermint kind of center to it. Oh, oh no, gosh. it's the same egg every time. They just never wrap it. Yeah, that better be the same egg. It's just. A different I want to try the, the British outside. version, which we were just talking about, is supposedly better. 
better how? Does it have actual egg? I'm Probably actual food. Like in actual it. Like instead egg. of chemical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And David, your All favorite right. Halloween I, uh, candy has to be a candy. Can't be. It has to be the same one you told me earlier. Balls. I can't say apples. <laughs> no, can't say apples. Pennies. Can't Old talk peppermints. About, can't talk about how you love getting the floss from the yeah. dentist on the block. It's just thoughtful, you know. They care about your teeth. You're getting all this other candy. Yep. Uh, so my personal favorite would be uh, the orange, not flavor, but color. The orange Kit Kats. <laughs> the wax ones. No, they're not. No, they so taste they're like not wax. orange flavor. Uh, they're like. Uh, they're white chocolate dyed orange, and I don't uh, know that they are. I think that the, the like that candy melt stuff that's really waxy. It's like it's like little votives so like you put into a pot bottles? to melt. Well, no, no, they're not the wax bottles. <laughs> it's the orange Kit Kats have always had a waxy. You think they have a waxy? Yeah. I don't taste it. I like, don't think I've ever had one. I'll bring one. Well, in. don't please don't do it right now. Buy one because I'm even if they are have. I want to run out and buy one. And <laughs> yeah. will you love it? And will you get me a scream egg? Could you <laughs> come <laughs> down with you home? Hear yeah. my head wobble? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think they're delicious. I don't think they're waxy. That's uh, fake news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're delicious. I mean, they're not as good as like they're huge. Yeah, yeah, but huge, delicious, tremendous. And they're orange. Yeah, they're the best. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey <now>. color. <laughs> yeah. So I, the uh, the fourth podcast in the network will <laughs> really be politics, huh? <laughs> Oh, uh, Lordy. All right, so we've got a here. couple <laughs> of... I say that's a tough one a lot. We never have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> we So we've got a few choices that are not in the top three. So if you go in and you don't like the choices that are out there, you can vote for other and leave us your comments so we know what you like. Whether what it's was yours? The, uh, we, the ones that we have out there are... No, uh, yours. Reese's, oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. We had a lot of good ones. We had Reese's peanut butter cups out oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. And that is in the last time I checked, they were in a dead heat with Snickers. Okay. Either one of those are fine with me. And I then said anything full sized. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gotta be full size. <laughs> yeah, no full no fun size. Yeah. And then uh, the third choice uh, was we had to go one without chocolate, so somebody chose payday. Were the third what choice. the heck? Oh, my stepson loves paydays. It's weird. I, I don't know why. Like the paydays too. That's Just not like, my well, choice. I mean they're good, but, yeah. but salty. Like, Lots yeah. of peanuts in those, right? No, that's all they are, I think. <laughs> Just a bag of peanuts. Bunch of peanuts I always like getting the M&M's peanut in the snack size, which was fine. Yeah. Because uh, one of the other people complained that <laughs> there's only five M&M's in there. I was like, there's more than five. There's like 10 yeah. or 15. Yeah. There's a good eight in there, at least. Yeah, yeah a it little just bit makes more, me sad. Like the little Milk Duds boxes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they only have three. Like three. Yeah, you dots are the same. Yeah, yeah, and it's like all stuck together. So it's just a box of sadness. Oh, have you ever gotten <laughs> a little mini box of dots? <laughs> yeah, and they're all the same. They're all yellow Somehow, or yeah, something yeah. like yeah. that. Green. What the? Who did I offend? <laughs> the candy back guys. to Some least cosmic <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That was last Box week. We were talking about dots. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us know what you think. What is your favorite Halloween candy? What are you hoping to raid from your children's sex or have raided if it's Thursday mm-hmm. for you listening to the show? You can vote on the poll on the pop quiz on Twitter at PGTC Podcast or on Facebook.com slash Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. We pinned those to the tops of the page so you can... If you go there, you'll see them. They're right there at the top, and you can vote for your favorite or vote for other and leave us your favorite candy. This weekend, what's coming up on the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network? We're back in the home studio for the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast, talking about everything in entertainment and pop culture from the week that was, and probably talk a little bit about the Halloween that passed or mm-hmm. is passing or 
is maybe now with the video when you're listening <laughs> still to still celebrating <laughs> whichever the case may be uh on tuesday we'll be back talking video games and on thursday we'll be back out here at the Woo. elmo draft house talking about what's new at the box office talk about what performed well this week yeah talking about all the stuff that's coming up well, how much money stuff. did bohemian rhapsody make uh all Five of that dollars they're gonna make more of that off one ticket yeah (laughs) Uh, everything that happens at the box office we'll let you know about next week on the show and again you can subscribe to the pop goes the culture podcast network on your podcast player of choice you can subscribe to the pop goes the culture podcast if you do that you'll get all those shows plus any bonus shows that we throw out there we have some stuff scheduled for the first part of november or you, if you just want this show, you can just subscribe to The Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse. You'll find both of those by searching for Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network on your podcast player of choice. We're everywhere now, so you'll know whenever new episodes are available. While you're there, if you've enjoyed today's show or any of our weekly podcasts, do us a favor and leave a quick review. It just takes seconds, and it helps new listeners find the show. Nobody wants to listen to the show if there's no reviews. That's true. So even if they're bad reviews, just leave a review because it does help people gauge whether or not it might be something they're interested in. And, of course, like we talked about with movies, it's all about word of mouth. If you've enjoyed the show, tell your friends that listen to podcasts. Say, hey, you might want to check out The Backlot by Elmo Drafthouse. And you can tell us your thoughts on anything we talked about. What are you going to see this weekend? Tell us what you thought about Bohemian Rhapsody. Tell us what you thought about the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. If you do, we may use your suggestions and your comments in an upcoming episode. You can, again, hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. We gave you that information. You can email us at popgoestheemail at gmail.com. Or what we'd love for you to do is you can call the hotline at 417-986-7842. Leave a recorded message. And again, we may actually include your recorded comments in an upcoming episode. And give you two passes. Are you kidding me? Why is this not a thing? And if you are the best recorded message, you're the best call of the week based on the votes of the people here. And and again, there's four of us, so... David will not care. We know he doesn't like Solo. We know he doesn't like Venom. Doesn't mean he won't call. like your call. Call in. We will, and we will let's, override let's talk him. Three to one. Ishtar. <laughs> if, if you have the good fella of calls, be sure to give us a call. You may win all of us over. But again, that number is 417 986 7842. If you are the best comments of the week, you'll earn yourself a pair of passes to the Alamo Draft House. Come see Bohemian Rhapsody or Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Yeah. Or nobody's fool. Or nobody's ah. fool, if you choose to see that. Whatever your jam is. Yeah, whatever it is. And you can find links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. For now, that website will change shortly. And you can follow the Alamo Drafthouse online. Again, if you don't have the app, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, but you can find them on social media at Alamo Springmo. That will bring up the Alamo Drafthouse here in Springfield, Missouri on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of them. Anywhere you look, there they are. And again, the uh, Alamo Drafthouse app. Just search for Alamo Drafthouse in your mobile device's app store. Or you can visit them online again at Alamo Drafthouse. Um, you'll find them at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. Anything else today before we let these people go? I think we've said quite enough. <laughs> we, we have said quite a bit today. Happy November. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hope everybody had a great Halloween. Hope everybody has a great Halloween if you're here today and you've got to get through one more night of this. How are the tickets for the howl Oween mixtape? About like you would expect. <laughs> well, that <laughs> good? Uh, even better. We I don't know. What are we, like five tickets sold? 
They're going to have such a good time. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're going to have Come here and for $5 at 10 <laughs> o'clock on Halloween, it's a crappy day outside. So, oh, God, like, yeah. it's going to rain. It's like 95% chance it's of rain. Dump the kids. Down. Come watch this at 10 o'clock at, for 5 bucks, and you will never see anything <laughs> like it, I promise. It's if just you, like a pre-show of just campy horror which is great films. because you yeah. talked about if you could just get a yeah, show of the pre-show this is the show, oh, is the show yeah. of the pre-show so. oh yeah the, the, you have to come see the pre-show stuff because yeah, that will make you it. smile yeah we talked about really some great. of the campiest schlockiest stuff and it's I so entertaining I love that they have found these things out there <laughs> and compiled them and how yeah. did uh, how did Dismember the Alamo go last oh week? We, we didn't even so talk about well. that. Not even we didn't even talk about that. Oh man! So everybody that I invited showed up, right? So Was we it sold had out? Um, or close well, to. Well, no, I mean not. We really not well. you know, Everybody, all the in- entertainers I invited showed up. <laughs> so we had uh, the flash mob from the studio with Jamie Kincaid. So they had like twenty-two dancers come and do Thriller, uh, awesome. all dressed as zombies. That was hilarious. And then we had. Uh, Hotel of Terror and Dungeons of Doom here all in costume, which terrified some children who were coming to see Goosebumps <laughs> and gave one lady a panic attack a little bit. But, I mean, she recovered. And then we had the hallway all decorated up thanks to David and Madison and Danielle. So it was everything I could have hoped. And we learned how much fog the fog machine put out a lot. Turns out a lot. Really? So we like had to kind of hide that at fire. the very... Yeah, it was really Ooh. bad. But And everybody reacted favorably to our lineup, which was Spider Baby, Demons, Brain Freeze. Brain Damage. Damage. I always want to call it Brain Freeze. And <laughs> That's a totally Summer different movie altogether. <laughs> it's totally different. I don't know what my problem is. But yeah, um, all of our most seasoned like Alamo vets were impressed with the lineup, and that's all I wanted. It was that's so awesome. terrifying. funny. Like each time we announced another movie, like what was going to be next on the docket, uh, like starting off with Spider Baby, like audience of like fifty six people, we get like, oh yeah, audible oh, cool. gasps of like, delight, and I was like, <laughs> like kidding me? The hell? <laughs> we thought uh, we were going to stump you yeah. on this. Like brain damage, people were pumped for that. Yeah, we had people excited because uh, we showed uh, Summer of '84. Yeah, and Gun that Pattern movie Sky. we didn't get to show originally. Yeah, uh, and they're yeah. like, oh my goodness, I didn't think I was going to get. Yeah, so it was just nice. The people who came out. We're there time. to enjoy. Truly appreciated. These yeah, yeah, that's awesome. They what it understood was, so. the concept and they they had a lot of fun, which made yeah. me happy. I want. Yeah, we want these things to like. If we're doing we don't want people special, to not have fun. Yeah, like, <laughs> we, we do something special. We want people to enjoy. It. We just want people to sit there yeah. and suffer through it. Yep. Well, that's great. So again, if you if you came to dismember the Alamo, call and let us know on the hotline. Let us know what you thought about it. Give us your suggestions Good. for what maybe next year what they should look at to put together. Yep. Not that they're going to necessarily take your suggestions, but we will definitely listen. Certainly to listen it. to them, and it may win you a pair of passes to come see a movie as well. So. Give us a call on the hotline. You can find that information again on our website. Anything else that we forgot to mention? That I don't know. <laughs> I'm sleepy. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Covered a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be it then for this week's show. I have been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. Anybody else? David, David's David's watching Halloween too. Everybody here. else is asleep. <laughs> David I'm <is> David Mills. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking about Goodfellas. Kudub. Jen. And that's it. Have a great week. Come see a movie at the Alamo Draft House this weekend. Talk to you later. Later. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our shows at pgtcpodcast.com.